I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Schofield, Puapolo, got a high tackle. Back to Hodge. That's a goal, I think. It is. Hodge has done it from nowhere. And we have done it. The first team... In the 18-team competition to go back to back to back. They're three pieces. Collingwood by a point. Lockyer brings it in. Ryder sandwiched between two pies. Back of the Packers, Winderlich. Quick handball to Hocking. Back to Lovett Murray. He goes short. It's a mark to Zaharakis. Now listening to the Molten Fantasy Sports Podcast. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Molten Fantasy Sport Podcast. I tell you what, I said it before in our last podcast when we started with that start, but uh, I do have the aircon on, but you hear that Zaharakis, even as a Hawks man, I still love the three people. Zaharakis, the Bombers are ahead at the G. What a way to start an absolute blinder of an episode. My name's Rob Kennedy or Super Coach Hawk. After my first week performance, you might call me the Super Coach Binchuk. But uh, I've got my co-host here, the big horse, who might be known as the Shetland Pony after his first week. But no panic stations. We're going to bounce back. How are you, my friend? Mickey Dell. Robbie, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. Yes, I had an absolute nuffy in the first round, but I'm back. We've got some stats. We've got some figures for you all which I think will get us right back in the game. One stat right off the bat, Robbie. Connor Rosie, Rory Laird, Callum Mills, Bailey Dale, Isaac Cumming. When was the last time all of those players scored less than 100 in a round? I'm going to let you tell me. I'm going to let Never. you tell me. Never. Never. Mate, there's a few good ones like that flying around, isn't there? There's some fantastic mm. stats, and we're going to we're going to dive into them. So we've gone live, so... If you haven't, click subscribe. It's just down here. Thank you for joining us. Welcome if this is your first one. There's opportunities for people to type some comments, um, get involved in the show. We've got a few pre-questions that have been given to us. We've got a few stats that we kind of want to go through. Um, but all of this can't happen without our sponsors, mate. Who, who you want to mention first? 
Well, to start off with, the standard squeeze, we've got some merch on of theirs. Fantastic group of people, the four-in-ones, where you can pour your, your water, your drink or whatever. They've jumped on board and uh, they're fantastic for us. So to Ash Sutton and the boys, get around the standard squeeze, thestandardsqueeze.com, uh, and put in Molten 15 at the checkout. You'll get a 15% discount courtesy of the boys here at the Molten Podcast. Unbelievable. Thank you. I mean, it's fantastic having people get behind us. It's great. But uh, we thank the Standard Squeeze. You've got the gear. I'm assuming mine's coming over on the way to Perth. It's got to get here. I look forward to using it and getting involved. So make sure you go on and have a squeeze. Um, mate, I'm going to cap off. I'm going to dive straight in. We're doing a live. We want to punch through as much information to people as we can. We want to get through as many questions as we can as well. This one came up for me um, from a at Jaden. Popowski on uh, on Twitter. I'll tell you what, this is a smart man right here. He's come out and found out 30,431 uh, 30, people or teams had Sam Doherty as their VC in round one, right? Out of that, 9.7% of them took the VC of the 110 score uh, or the 108. 42.8% of them captain Rory Laird. 11.1% of them captain Josh Dunkley. 16.4% of them made a better captain. The average captain score for the non-loopers was 97.5. Where'd you fall, mate? Oh, no, I fell into the 42.8 that went for Laird as captaincy. Yep, I had Laird. Um, and another stat that we've spoken about too, uh, Rory Laird in his, I think, 12 years in the league, his highest score in round one throughout those 12 years is 102. So for those of you panicking at home about, oh, he shit the bed, blah, 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 strap yourselves in. I'm cashing in that he's going big this week. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and as I said, please uh, put your comments in, put some questions. We've already got one come through here from NJB. I've got a feeling he's a big fan of the show. I've got a feeling he works on the show. Uh, <laughs> but how many 7-Elevens did LDU lift last weekend? I tell you what, uh, for anyone who is joining us or hasn't hit the uh, or found the uh, comment that he's referring to there, our uh, co-host uh, Justin Herbeth did mention once that uh, LDU was lifting a few Seven Elevens in his preseason. I tell you what, he must have been lifting a few this week because he did have an absolute blinder. What did you make of his game, Dell? Ah, oh, brilliant! Went back and watched it. Also watched on the couch. And um, they were referring to LDU as the best inside midfielder in the competition. So, Ooh, that's yeah, that's, big, that's big a stretch. There. But, um, yeah, yeah, I, I like his game. I think he's going to be a central piece of the North Melbourne midfield for years to come. And if he scores like that again this weekend, he's a massive look, isn't he? He really is. I mean... We knew that he had these scores in him. He's had these scores before. This isn't the first time that he's gone out and put a score like this on the board. Um, look, I got shot down heavily by our chat group. And if anyone's asking where sort of Molten came from, we've got a, a boys chat group that we've had for a very long time called the Molten Chat. And uh, we had a Molten League back in the day. And anyone who doesn't know, Molten's a brand of basketball. Uh, and that's where yes. it sort of started. But uh, yeah, it got pretty hammered, pretty strong in the Molten Chat when I said, let's not get too carried away. It is against West Coast. And I don't know if they have one defensive mid in that midfield. But mm. uh, he was still impressive. They still look like they're going to play through him and he's their man. So, uh, no, nah, it's good to see. But, um, mate, we'll put one more up. We'll put more one up here, though. We've got, we've got a funny one first from the old Ryan Hammond. And I have mentioned him in the uh, in the 
pod before. Keen follower of the podcast. Who is better performer? Liam Jones or Rob shooting from the corner in 2K? Well, that's actually a pretty good segue that we talk about basketball a lot. And he's referring to myself and I have a pretty ugly jump shot when it comes to my 2K players, but it's the only way I can match it with these boys in the 2K leagues. But uh, And Rob look, shooting is still better than Liam Jones last weekend. Yeah, mate, thank you. My my shooting got pretty good with my little 3 and D, Alex Caruso sitting there in the corner. But uh, yeah, look, Liam Jones, I'm glad I stayed away from him, not just mm. because he's good. Um, but it looks like he could be a right to play. He has been cleared, but um, he actually looks like – I still don't think he was worth – I know he'd make the cash, but, yeah, I didn't actually have that much confidence in him. A lot no. of people, a lot of, you know, confidence in him to be that D3, and he just was never going to be that for me. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. So, no, one good one finally here from Ryan. We'll go with this one, mate, because this is a little bit more like the stuff that we want. Seriously, though, uh, week early to jump on – uh, JHF, yep, Horn Francis, seeing as they're playing Collingwood this week. Now, we're going to touch on these types of things in this podcast, but these are the types of questions we want to see. What's your thoughts on bringing in uh, Jason Horn Francis this week, or is it a wait and see? Uh, for me, and going back to our uh, episode where we had our 2009 winner on board, Dwayne, um, it's calls like this that make or break you in the uh, chase for the title, and for me especially, like I'm a little way back given uh, I had the captaincy on Laird and I had a few other superstars that didn't perform last week. So um, when, we're, when we're talking about that and um, defensive midfielders, Collingwood don't really have any defensive midfielders. If you think back a couple of years ago, they had Levi Greenwood that they got from North yep. Melbourne and he was really that lockdown mid. But when you're looking at Crisp, when you're looking at Dacos, when you're looking at Dugowie, they're all looking to run and carry and create for themselves. They're not worried about an opponent. So when you look at that, I'm thinking, yep, Jason Horn Francis is still going to get a bit of the ball. And when yep. he does, he's going to be able to create as well because they're not going to be side by side with him trying to negate. So for me, and I'll, I'll go early with this one, I am bringing Jason Horn Francis in this weekend and Ooh. I am dropping Ben Cunnington. Yeah, look, for me, the simple answer is it's not so much a matter of who you're looking to bring in. It's a matter of who you need to move out. There's a lot of people that I'm seeing making some interesting moves and we'll get to them on who's being most bought and most sold. But there's some interesting outs uh, this week for me. So, yeah, I'm all about doing the the Cunnington for Horn Francis move as well. I think it makes perfect sense. And I think it's okay to do the odd trade right now before the the uh, the price change. So, for me, I'm, I'm big on that change. I'm not doing panic stations on, uh, on the other ones just yet, though. I think it's about getting my rookies right. Um, and getting some of those price players right. But based on role, not just based on what they scored last week. And for me, Cunnington Mm -hmm. didn't get enough CBAs um, to warrant it. So, yeah. We move on. Dell, you've got, speaking of, uh, you've got, we're going to talk about the most bought and the most sold so far. It is only Tuesday. But uh, who have we got so far sitting on the list of most bought and most sold? Okay, so we'll go with the most sold to start off with. Uh, 3% of the community, so... Just short of 4,000 people have led 3,732 people, actually, sorry, just updated, trading him out. Now, we said before that his top score ever in round one's 102, and he's always just gone bang from there. So for me, I did consider it, but looking back through the stats, he's came out himself and said he was okay until halftime, and then the heat got to him and he got a bit crook. That's why he went backwards on the weekend. It wasn't because of anything else. I anticipate that he's going to bounce back and 
I'm looking at 130s plus this week for Laird. So he's number one at the moment. And uh, the rest, Tanner Brune, people are jumping off early. Uh, just over 3,000 people in the community are jumping off him. Campbell Chesser, uh, I understand this to a degree, even though he's a rookie. Uh, just over 2,000 people trading him out. Um, Fergus I don't get that Green. at all. I don't get that at all. He's got the DPP. He's got the he DPP, DPP and he's a rookie. But... I, I don't uh, – well, unless they're jumping straight on Connor McKenna or something like That's that. Right. But it's, it's too quick of a move in my opinion. I think Is the Chester other one just – play this week? I don't – like – why not? Who's got to come in? They were they were pretty much at full strength. I know I know they got Yo to come back in, and I know they've yeah. got. Um, there was a story released about an hour and a half ago saying that uh, from West Coast management that they probably rushed him into it a little bit, and he was found a little lost on the weekend, yep. and that he may, may need time in the waffle. Well, then, would you look at it though? Then having a look and go, well, then do you keep him in for the moment and use him as your loophole player, and then possibly Given that they've got Sunday got- games coming up. Yeah, and if you got Madden on the list or something like that later on, maybe you do look to get a, a Sava Radigalia who's now going to have to go up in price because yeah. Stewart's out for four to six or whatever they've mentioned. I just think they're smarter moves. You don't have to find – this isn't AFL fantasy. You don't have to find players week in, week out scoring. You've got enough trades to make some moves and do certain things. Not every player has to score on your field. So the the Bruin one I can understand though, mate. You're, I've got a feeling you and I are looking at it from a – a um, we've got Cunnington, so we might move Cunnington for Horn Francis. Mm-hmm. I've got a feeling some people might be doing the Bruin to the Horn Francis move, and yeah, I can see that they're just seeing more confidence in the role that Horn Francis is going to play. I, I'm big on the hold for Bruin to see what that looks like, but I can mm-hmm. see why some people might do that move. And then we've got uh, Cunnington, just over one percent of the community are trading him out as well. So, um, for the most traded in. Um, we've got Jason Horn Francis, 20,000 members of our Supercoach community have bought him in, just over 14%. Yep. Connor, Connor McKenna or Connor McGregor's brother, <laughs> just over 9% of the Supercoach community are bringing him in. Uh, people are going early on Nick Dacos, 12,324 people to be exact. I'd be watching again this weekend. Uh, Dane Rampey. Now, that, that's a very interesting one. 8,626 people, just over 6%. It's a There's trap. Games where he gets 40. It's a trap. It is a huge trap. And you heard it here first. It's a don't, trap. Don't grab him. But why? Don't. Also, I'd say this why would you do it this week? Like, look, if, that's, Dane Rampy, that's right. if, Dane, if Dan Rampey goes out and scores 120 this week, which, okay, maybe he could, but then you could at least turn to me and look at me and say, look, I've done it for an absolute cash grab. But I'm still saying I'm still staying steer clear, and I need to have a better look at that game because Dane, you've got to look at history in regards to Dane Rampey plays a lockdown role. They might not have to have done it this week, but he is the lockdown defender that that takes that role every time. He can play tall, he can play small, and look, he can get loosed off as well. But don't do it now. Why would you do it this week? That makes Absolutely no not. sense to me whatsoever. No. And then the last one in the top five, Luke Ryan from Fremantle which you can probably understand, over 170, 7,500 people are jumping on Luke Ryan. So, A couple of really great questions coming through. Mm. Um, Luke Ryan, I don't mind, though. Luke Ryan, I don't mind. I I, I think Luke Ryan's big. Um, From my inside, yeah, my inside, I wish he gave me this inside information. That said, he did give me Liam Henry, and Liam Henry went out and actually put a good score on the weekend. Um, He actually had um, Brennan Cox in his team. 
And what he was talking to me about was he sees a lot of Brennan Cox role to be very similar to like a James Sicily. And that's what he was going for with his team. And I tell you what, it's hard to it's hard to rate so much the Frio. I've got them in my who's hot list is Frio defenders. Basically, they were playing chip to chip in the back line together. But I tell you what, the Brennan Cox Luke Ryan isn't isn't too bad because they have been some proven scorers in the past. Mm-hmm. But let's go to this question. I find this one very interesting. It's come through from uh, Matty Garrett, who uh, is does our NBA podcast as well. But Chandler from Melbourne, um, early thoughts, lads. I like him. And I think that his role is going to improve over the next couple of weeks with Pickett out. Uh, he's that small forward. He got a bit of the ball. He had seven tackles. He's going to be applying that forward pressure. It's a good chance for him to cement his spot in the side. So for me, I'm not bringing him in this week. But if he has another ripper and scores north of 80, I think he got 92 last week. Yep. And then you've got your Fergus Green and these likes still 30-40. I'm jumping on him to make that quick 150, 200K. Mm. No, I'm I'm big. He'll be one that I look for um, possibly next week and see. Mm-hmm. I, I think I'm an absolute lock next week. Next week, I'll be 100% using my boost and doing three. This week, I think I'm only going to do two on yeah. Cunnington and I have to trade Kelly. I don't have a choice. Um For me though, and I don't, yeah, it's interesting when you get the reports coming back on job security when people are saying, you know, Viney, Salem, um, May and Fritz are all to come back for Melbourne, which doesn't make things look too good for Chandler. But I think the two other rookies will go out first in in Judd and um, Larry. And Mm -hmm. I think with you now, with Cozzy Pickett going out as well, albeit for only two weeks, and we don't have enough time in this show to talk about that. I can't believe it's only two weeks, but we move on. Um, I think Chandler holds his spot. I think for sure he holds his spot. Hmm. You're right. Mate, talk to us about uh, talk to us about Snap Fitness and the boys and girls out in Epson and Bendigo. Yeah, yeah, Mark and Emma, brilliant people they are. Uh, go in and see them if you're in and around the Bendigo area. They offer a wide range of classes. They've got childminding there as well. So if you're stuck with kids and uh, normally couldn't get into the gym, they offer free childminding with uh, the workers there having working with children's checks. So you know your kids are going to be looked after. They're going to be, um, you know, uh, entertained while you're getting a workout in. And it's nice and cheap. I think they've got a deal running at the moment, a $7 join-up. So if you're looking for a good excuse to start getting fit and you've only got pennies in your pocket, that's all it takes now. So head on in, see Mark and Emma, and they'll look after you. Absolutely beautiful. How, how are the legs still from your class, mate? I'm walking around like a baby giraffe still. <laughs> I love that. That's good. That's good. Mate, strap in. I hope you like numbers because it's time for a little bit of a numbers game. Now, these are the all-important numbers of centre bounce appearances. And we're going to talk about from 2022 to round one just gone on percentage increases and percentage decreases for some key players that people are talking about. So I hope you like numbers. Strap in, everyone, and make sure you record this and listen to it or we'll post it on all our social media platforms and you can listen back to it because this is the numbers you're going to want. Setterfield, your boy. He's in my team as well. Thank you to you. Uh, 74% he was at the centre bounce, and that's plus 63% from last year. Uh, next on the list was Goulden. He was at 50%, which is a plus 40. Taranto was 80%, which is a plus 36. Canelio was at 84, which is a plus 35. 
Rosie was plus 34. Warple was plus 31. Horn Francis plus 26. Green plus 26. This was an interesting one. Um, Josh Kelly was at plus 22, and that's already from only 68% time on the ground. Wow. And then Will Day, Dunkley uh, were both plus 20, Bruin plus 16. So some big increases there to some of the players that we're talking a lot about. But mm-hmm. who stands out to you in that one? Who it, 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 Have we got it wrong with Goulden, with him getting that many CBAs? I don't think so. Not okay. yet, no. No. Sydney and Gold Coast was a blowout early on. So I think it was a chance for Longmire to rotate some players through, give some some players chances in positions that they wouldn't normally play an extended amount of minutes in. I'd like to see how they structure up against uh, who have they got this weekend? Hawthorne. So it might be the same again, actually. Yeah. So we, uh... well, maybe we have. They've got a very soft run to start with. Um. Yeah, find, let's wait find a captain. It. Find a captain every time someone's playing Hawthorne, but not the number one midfielder because they'll probably get Finn McGuinness. Don't forget. Yeah. yeah. Is there a chance that Finn McGuinness goes to Golden? There's a chance. There's a chance. Does he go to Callum Mills? Um, does he go to Chad Warner? There's a few options mm. at Sydney to go to, isn't there? So yeah, it Finn, that, uh, it's not a bad one to sort of go to Errol Golden because you can kind of follow him if he goes forward and Finn McGuinness kind of comes a half back, which allows us to do our midfield structure a bit more the way that we want it to be. But yep. um, look, who knows with Hawthorne? It's going to be a really tricky team to sort of pick this year. All I know is Warpedo was a little bit up and about, and that McKenzie is a is a shining light for us. So yep. we're in we're in full reboot mode. They say never yeah, go full reboot. We're doing Bobby. it. Yeah. I like um, Setterfield numbers way up, mm. but just from watching the Essendon game, he's he's going to stay in there. He was very good. Yeah, I, I, like we said, uh, he's the type of midfielder they've needed to add to that group. Yeah. So I think he I think he goes in there. I think he stays there. And I think his second half was like phenomenal, um, was. which was great to see. I go on though. I want to say the other side. So the negative ledger that people need to look at is, and I'm talking percentage drops here. So. Ben Keys dropped by 56%, massive. And a lot of people are actually mm. talking about when do we look at him as a DPP possibility that he goes maybe forward, especially if he's not in those center bounces. He was only at 13%. So that really could mean that he could go from a mid to a mid forward, which mm. if he gets the numbers that he's getting, it, it could be something to look at. Uh, Taylor Adams was minus 40%. Dusty Martin was minus 38%. But how mm. many center bounce appearances do you think he was at? I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Bugger all, I'd say. Zero. 
He didn't go to one centre bounce. On this stat that I have, he was at 0%, which was 38% less than last year. Uh, who else have I got here? Fife was minus 29. He was also zero. Ash was zero at minus 24, which was an interesting one for me considering mm. Kelly went out of the game. So mm. people are looking at what they might do with that structure. A lot of people have talked about um, Finn Callahan, whether he goes in the middle or he stays at his wing. Does yeah. Ash or does Ward pick up those numbers? I think Ward picks up Kelly's numbers, if I'm being honest. So be, be careful there. Uh, Mills was actually minus 22% for his CBAs. So Goulden's obviously taken a lot of his. Mm-hmm. Um, Gorn was minus 20%. Um, Dylan Moore was minus 17 So Dylan Moore did not go into that center bounce once. So we talked about this, that his role is definitely just going to be that small forward. So definitely nowhere near the points he had last year. And uh, and Jackson, minus 12%, obviously playing the more forward role at, at Fremantle now behind Darcy. Right. So we'll try and post that. And, and I'll give a shout-out to um, – I'll give a shout out. I'll find out who posted that as well. Actually, I found out some of those stats through a bloke on Twitter, and I'll make sure I find out who that is. I don't. Yeah. I don't try and steal or claim people's work. That was just a fantastic stat, and then a few others that I wanted to find on there to to get out there. Because um, yeah, I'm, I agree with Dwayne. You got to look at center bounces to to really solidify some of those points for yourself. Yeah. If you just want to have a quick look for who posted that, mate, I'll go through a couple of the questions we have got on the go screen it, here. Mate. Yep. Um, Ryan Hammond, thoughts on Stocker's role. I liked it. Uh, St. Kilda, oh, I guess a Carlton reject. Um, St. Kilda picked him up as a SPP pick. Came in, had 20-odd touches. I think he's going to fit in nicely with Ross Lyon and the Saints there. Do I think he's going to score big each week? No, but at 200 and something thousand in the back line, you know, it's it's serviceable, but I'm not downgrading anyone to, uh, to bring him in just yet. Uh, who yeah, else we got yeah, there? I- I agree. Oh, this is interesting. I'll throw this one up. It's a big yeah, one here. That's just come in. So yeah. thanks to Skits Fits, where, wherever you are. Um, strutting in here, I've gone a boost trade this week. I like the knackers on your mate. Uh, straight <laughs> up Laird Catchy Lattes. Jones gone and Brune Bye Bye. There's a bit of NSYNC there. Ends <laughs> Callahan, if you've got the G in there, old mate. Goulden and Di Rioli, my unicorn. Mate, if he gets 130 again, I may get a unicorn at his play style and I might bring him in as well. So We talked like about him in the last one, didn't we? I he like he looked good with his role. Yeah. I really hate... bring Gordon in. You go. Now that we've, we've uh, discussed Gordon before, it's a soft draw to start with and he did score his 115 last week. He's got Hawthorne this week. He may go rather large again. Um, if you're going to bring him in, why not now and get the points? So... Uh, the last podcast we had, Dan Rioli, we both spoke highly of him. He was magnificent against Carlton. And he he would still have low ownership, I, I'd imagine, in the back line. And um, with Callahan, he looked really nice. He may be a big chance to go in and replace Kelly this weekend. Yep. No, I like that. I hate to do this to Skits Fits because you've put a lot of time into this one, and I appreciate it. You've put yourself there as number 45 strutting in. And what he's referring to is our league. Now, if you're watching along, there's the code below, 237-113. I hate to do this to the bloke, but he's number 46. <laughs> he's number 46 on the list. So he's, he's gone one, one too early. He's gone one too early. Let me have, I'm trying to have a look. I'm, I want to help him out. Does he on the – oh, you know what he's done? 
maybe it gives him his number forty five because he's got the exact same score. He's equaled with the other bloke. So we'll give him we'll give him we'll give him forty five. I'll tell you what, I'm just jealous because I wish I was at least forty five. That would be fantastic. No, oh, but it? speak speaking of our league, mate, I want to do an announcement for our uh, our our squeeze of the week. The squeeze mm-hmm. of the week. Have I got that right? The squeezer of the week. The squeezer of the week. Now, what we've decided is there were some very outlandish ones that came through. No one got very close at all. So what we've decided to do is give it to our number one team in the league this week. Now, that goes to Aaron, who had a score of 2,178, which I love the score. Fantastic. I'm not going to say his team name. I know you said to say, I'm just going to call him the FB Uniteds. The FB United <laughs> is what I'm going with. Everybody else can go and check out the leagues. Um, if you haven't gone on our league and seen who's winning and had a look at their team, like you're clearly not that into what's going on here. But uh, but I, I love uh, the FB United's Aaron. Get in contact with us. We need to get your details. We need to be able to send you out the uh, the standard squeeze prize pack. You are our squeezer of the week. Congratulations. But, uh, yeah, send us, send us an email on Twitter or. Uh, catch us on here, Aaron, and uh, we'll organise getting you your prize pack out to you. Mate, I love that Skits Fitz is still listening along. It's great. He's got involved. He's had a bit of a laugh. Ha-ha, spewing. Nah, mate, you're 45. You can strut as 45, mate. You're equal. You're equal. So we'll give you that. And uh, he's very big on saying that uh, Rioli's a all-Australian jacket this year. He's keen for the jacket. And I tell you what, if he plays that role, he's a gun at that type of role. So I reckon he's going to have a massive – he could have a massive year. Where are we at? Where are we at, mate? Oh, shout out to um, shout out to at Marara's Magic. Um, that's who sort of put through some of those stats. I tell you what, jump on Twitter at SuperCoachHawk at Big Horse. There are some quality quality mm-hmm. people talking about great things in SuperCoach. Um, I really encourage everyone to jump online. I want to give a shout out. Um, what I wanted to move on to just one final stat because we did get a question offline. So two things. I put a poll up on Twitter. One of them was how many trades are you using this week? Had about 70-odd votes come through. Three was still the winner at 37%. It was quite evenly spread. Zero was 19, one was 22, two was 22, and three was 37. It still shocks me that everybody's going to go and use that full three boost this week. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm big on the three next week. Are you are you locking away one or two? At this stage, two, but potentially three. I'm... Yep. Um, yeah, I'm well behind with uh, my primos not scoring last week. And while I'm not going to trade out any of my premiums, uh, I've got a little bit of cash left over there where if I trade Cunnington and Brune out, I can potentially bring in two premiums. So yep. what's this space on that one? I use the term loosely. A lot of my mates have sprayed me for getting a lot of things wrong. But uh, i tell you what, I'm actually pretty happy. I've got a couple of things right, which I like as well in the um, – hmm. Tom Libertorio was great. Have no issue yeah. there. I think I was happy with that pick. And Crippers was a great pick as well. Yeah. Um, off the off the text, mate, off the text, I've got um, at John D. James. Who is the better trade in this week? Dacos or Sheasel? Looking at both for the next two weeks. Jones to Dacos or Green to Sheasel? This is going to be his third trade, though, because he's already locking away Laird to Canelio and Stewart to to Ridley. So obviously having to make the Stuart move, so I totally get it. We've talked about the Laird move and how we think people should probably hold for one week, but it's not the worst call Laird to Canelio. 
But if you have to pick the other one, are you doing Jones to Dacos or Green to Sheasel, mate? I know my answer, but I want yours first. I'm going to Dacos. Yeah, so there was a story in the uh, in the local newspaper today here in um, Melbourne or around the Melbourne area. Sheasel's got a bit of a foot problem at the moment and maybe 50-50 for this weekend. So for those of you looking to bring in Sheasel, just wait till teams are announced. But... Yeah, who was it for Dacos in the back line? Jones. Jones, yeah, that, that's an easy one for me. So for me, my theory has got nothing to do with the players. No, everyone's going to say, I keep ragging on Dacos. I keep saying Collingwood are no good, all that kind of thing. I kind of retract my statement. Collingwood looked very impressive um, on the weekend. So they're probably every chance to make the eight, if not the four. Um, but for me, it's a one more week. So I know that if you you don't have Sheasel, you just bring him in this week because he looks good. He's going to go up in cash and all that kind of stuff. For me, the Dacos is kind of wait one more week. No different to the Laird. I'll do the Laird move, the Dacos move, when I guarantee that price is going to change for me. So, you know, Skits Fitz puts in here as Ganny. So, you know, I want to move Laird money before it drops and I'll buy him back cheap after the buy. Absolute gun tactical move. Totally get it. For me, though, it's one more week. He, you know, People are asking, you know, who's a good captain choice this week? I mean, Laird's still every chance of a good chap- captain choice this week of, of taking that chance. Um, he's every chance to come out and have an absolute rip snorter. But, um, yeah, totally get the Laird move. That makes sense. No different to Oliver maybe coming in later after not having a huge game. He might drop a little bit as well. So, yeah, look, I don't think you can go wrong. We love the questions. It's all great and coming through. Um did you want to go through some captain choices from each game? Go for it, mate. Yeah, yeah start so, us off. Yeah, Thursday night we've got Carlton Geelong. I'm thinking the VC on either Cripps or Doherty again. Yeah, yeah. So I'm big on – I am I think I'm a good chance to go Cripps this week for my VC mm. unless – I've always got to have – I always wary of like an O'Connor and things like that in the team. Um, that again, do you take the chance on Doherty? But yeah, Doc and Cripps, you can't go too wrong there. What about Geelong? Has anyone really grabbed you to be a chance for them? I, I don't have confidence. Yeah. They spread the load. They do. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Friday night, Brisbane, Melbourne. Uh, if you've got Maxi gone, <laughs> he's going to go huge against Mel- uh, Brisbane, I reckon. Yeah. Um, I've got Clayton Oliver. Um, I'll make the call probably tomorrow as to whether I go Doherty or whether I'll save my VC for Oliver on Friday night. Yeah, you and I were talking about this. Don't rush the Thursday choice. There's a Friday Mm. game there as well. Madden and all them don't play till Sunday. So you've got some safe choices to wait. I kind of like that. I like that Dunkley or Neil. If you've got Dunkley or Neil, if you've got Oliver, um, if you've got Gorn. um, Yeah, I don't mind the Friday choice. Yeah. Uh, Saturday... Collingwood Port. Nah, I don't really see anyone going ultra mega huge there. Uh, what about you, Robbie? Anyone there, mate? No, I'm looking at the next one. I'm yeah. looking at Adelaide Tigers, and I'm every chance to put the C on Laird this week. Just to yeah, same. <laughs> mate, if I'm going to ride the risk train, I might as well ride it all the way home. Tigers aren't going to tag. It's going to be a run wild kind of game. Who's, who's going to tag it? They're gonna yeah. they're gonna run rampant. He's every chance that they've talked about how disappointed they were in that loss, how many tackles they did not get, and they're gonna have to up that pressure gauge. And they're gonna be back at home at the Adelaide Oval. Oh, he's every chance to get my C this week. 
Mm-hmm. I want to bring up this next game, Western Bulldogs and St Kilda. St Kilda, they funnel up the ground, so the whoever's back line is, is going to get a lot of the pill, i.e. Fremantle last week, Luke Ryan had a huge day, Hayden Young had a huge day. I've got Bailey Dale, and there's no chance he's going anywhere this week because he's every chance to go large here. Yeah, and that's my point. I'll, Dale's definitely in my side for one more week. Um, will it? Will mm. I then have to – and that's probably where I'll fully analyse it to a Dale. There's games that I'll be watching. I'll be watching that Collingwood-Port Adelaide game like you've never seen before. Um, I want to mm-hmm. see if they put Burton on Dacos. I want to see how Dacos handles that. And then I'm looking at Dale and Angus Brasher in my back line of mm-hmm. who stays if they might both have to stay, but if one goes for Dacos, who is it? And I have to make that call. Yeah. And then the Fremantle North Melbourne game to finish the round. Finish Jeez. Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's hard to say, isn't it? With the, oh no, the finish Saturday. Sorry. You're right. Yep. Um, yeah. Don't know. I don't think Luke Ryan's going that big again. Nah. Um, no captain. LDU, I don't think- maybe. There's no cap. There are no captain choices there. I don't think you're going to pull the trigger on a captain in that game. Um, yeah. you know, does Angus Brace, uh, does um Andrew Brayshaw bounce back? You're still not putting a C on him. Sydney Hawthorne, like we said, you got to be you get, you run the gauntlet with the Sydney because Hawthorne does have a tagger in the team who does a reasonable job. You know, he kept Merritt to 92, so you, you mm-hmm. tread lightly there. Well, um, Merritt only Bombers had eight beat touches gold. to half time last week. What's that? Merritt only had eight touches yeah. to half-time last week. Yeah, and when the game got away, you know, things loosen, tags loosen and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Bombers Gold Coast, is Took is took a possibility? Yes. But I think Wits is a bigger possibility if you've got yeah, him. Yeah, it's a good shout. It's a yeah, good shout. Dra- Draper's still developing. Uh, he did play a good game against the Gold Coast last year where he kicked that running banana goal after the fend-off and that. But, yeah... No one from Essendon, I wouldn't think. Uh, for Gold Coast, yeah, it'd be either Miller or, or Wits. Yeah. But and a sneaky one yeah. at uh, 480,000. Uh, Matty Rowell scored 120 last uh, last week in a team that got belted. Yeah. Uh, he's a watch for me too. He's bounced back yeah. well from the last 12 months. He's sort of been here and there, not really fully back to the way he was with that shoulder injury. But he looks confident in his body now. So, yeah, he's a watch for me too. And let's be clear, everyone, we're going to have another podcast as teams sort of get announced. We're going to have a really good analyst of, of captains. We're going to be smart about this. Look, we're throwing out a few people that might play big games. We're aware you're not going to take some chances on captains on some of these players just yet, but maybe we have a captain's watch list and then we have our definite captain options. You know, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll, we'll narrow this down to four or five um, VCs. Who are your loophole possibilities? And then who are your captains to, to trigger across? The last game there, though, was um, West Coast and I've just missed it. West Coast and... GWS. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Canelio, Canelio or a green again. Mm-hmm. Uh, West Coast have shown they just don't have lockdown or defensive-minded midfielders. So, Canelio back at home in WA playing in front of his family and friends uh, could have an absolute ripper. With Cali out, he'll be straight in and taking even more minutes in that midfield. And then the other one is green. He looked good. He looked good. I, I wouldn't be um, too worried there with, with putting the C on either one of those either. Yeah, for me, uh, it would definitely be green. So we all saw West Coast North Melbourne last week and LDU just had a field day as the inside mid because they were winning every 
uh, centre bounce clearance, or I won't say everyone, but they were well up. Um, and you got a GWS list again with either Matt, Matt Flynn or uh, Pruce, whichever one plays, against a Jamison who's not really a ruckman. His chance to get his hands on the ball first a lot there as well. So Canelio, I think, will have a good game, but I'm banking green to go 140s, 150s there. Yep. Uh, beautiful. All right, mate. Uh, we did say we'd try and keep this a little bit shorter, a little bit sharper. Thanks for everyone yeah. who's been watching along. It's great seeing those viewer numbers up where they are. We want to keep that growing. Send us through the content that you want to hear. We'll make sure we address it on this on this podcast. It's a safe place to come and ask any questions. Uh, we'll give you a straight line answer. Don't you worry about that. We don't hide in the corners and uh, we don't shy away from giving you the answers and, and how we feel. But like we said, it's all food for thought. It's all information for you guys to take away. Um, and make those final decisions for yourselves. But mm-hmm. any final words from yourself, Mickey Dell? Uh, uh, tune in for the next podcast, which will drop Thursday, which will have your captain's options, your trading options, your trade-out options. And more importantly, don't panic. We are only one round in. I know you've got 30-something trades, and we only ever used to have 20, but trades in the bank are key for you to do well this year. Yeah, no, I'm not liking my score at all, but definitely not going to panic excited to make the right moves this is when the strategy takes over mm-hmm. um it is what it is this is your foundations and build from there but on behalf of everybody at molten fantasy sport podcast thank you for joining in mickey dell it's always an absolute pleasure i look forward to doing some more research getting some more content and delivering it to you here on the molten fantasy sport podcast peace out see ya planning for your next trip Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.